Hello, this is Pia Renada. This is Mara Cepeda. You're listening to Campaign Convos. For this episode, this is the second episode, we'll be comparing Hugpon ng Pababago campaign sorties and Ocho Derecho campaign sorties. So, if you've been hiding under a rock, these two names I mentioned are actually two major political slates. Um, and they're going to they're they're fielding senatorial candidates for the May 2019 elections. Um, so, siguro just to give you a background of why we're talking about this, um, these are the two uh, slates that are mostly parang parang contrasting to each other. Yung HNP yun yung government allied slate, the admin allied slate, while the ultra derecho is the opposition. So I cover HNP, so I'm going to be talking about their campaign. Um, and just to give you an idea of who's part of HNP, these are Sonny Angara, Pia Cayetano, Aimee Marcos, Cynthia Villar, Jiggy Manikad, Bong Revilla, Jingoy Estrada, Bongo, Dong Mangudadatu, Francis Tolentino, Coco Pimentel, Bato de la Rosa, and GV Ejercito. So 13 in all. For Ocho Derecho, as the slate's name suggests, there are eight people in the slate. Um, they actually follow the mnemonic na math grad, but I actually memorized them um, alphabetically. So we have Gary Alejano, uh, Bam Aquino, the re-election as senator, Shell Jokno, Samira Gutok, Florin Hilbay, Romy Makalental, Mar Rojas, former presidential candidate, and Erin Tanyada. Okay, so unang-una, siguro basic, basic question lang. Mara, what is a campaign sortie? A campaign sortie happens every election. It's a time when um, a slate or a candidate gathers their allies, uh, God gathers the people in a, living in a particular city or a province. And that's a time where they articulate their platforms to them. Kung may pera, kung kaya, may mga performances. But usually the highlights will always be the candidates. And kung sino man yung host nila na mayor or local government official. Okay. So, to explain how this podcast will go, um, we're going to start with some questions, parang guide questions lang, so that the conversation is a bit more flowy and so that there's some sort of structure to it. Tapos, uh, Mara and I will take turns answering the question or the topic. So, the first thing, sige, go ahead, Mara. Okay. Describe how an HNP or an autoderecho sortie usually goes. Okay. So, for HNP, Sara Duterte, who isn't a senatorial candidate but is the campaign manager, is like one of the central figures of any HNP sortie. So, the first thing that happens is um, usually there are two sorties in a day. So, so umaga, um, yun, everyone's early, all the supporters are there in, in a covered court or in a parang, sports complex. And then, yun is, first, the local hosts. Kasi, syempre, may mga local government officials who are there to support or to host HNP. So, usually, they give speeches first. So, meron yung statement of support from, like, the governor or from, like, a major um, mayor there of a big town. This uh, afternoon, usually, si Marinduque Representative Lord Alan Velasco, who is a family friend of the Duterte's, will go on stage and he will be the one to introduce the candidates one by one. So, si Velasco, parang siya yung host ng HNP sorties. He's always there, always there. Um, and so, yun nangyayari, once meron ang dumating na senatorial candidates, si Velasco will introduce them and then they will speak and then somewhere in the middle of the program, Sarah will arrive. 
Um, and then, sige, speak muna yung i- ibang senatorial candidates as they arrive. And then, the last person who will talk is Sarah. Mm. This, she will be introducing na naman all of the candidates one by one and telling the crowd bakit niya sinusupport yung candidate na yun. Then, usually, at the end, syempre may typical raising of the hands on stage. And then, palagi may performance by Andrew E. Andrew E is there because uh, Sarah supports the party list he is promoting, which is Dumper Party List. So, uh, he, she also introduces their candidate and parang Andrew E kind of wraps up the entire sortie with his performance. Um, and then funny thing is, there's always a candidate among the 13 who will remind the crowd, don't vote for all of us. Because <laughs> 13 sila. Mm. HNP has 13 candidates. And so, the, the, that candidate, usually it's Coco Pimentel or even Bongo, sasabihin niya sa crowd, uh, paalala, wag niyo itik yung 13 names. Because once you tick more than 12, may invalidate lahat ng votes. Mm. So it's just a funny problem to have because they're a slate that's more than 13. So one of them will will not get a vote of that particular province. Or So they're always very careful to say, don't vote for all of us, which is a pretty funny thing to mention in a campaign sortie. How about Ocho de Retro Mara? Well, you see... What you described, that's the traditional tradi- traditional campaign sortie. I think it's very important from the get-go to establish that Ocho Derecho really doesn't have the machinery or the money that you know slates usually have. I think it's a consequence of being the, in the opposition. No one's gonna, not a lot of people, not a lot of politicians or businessmen will bet their money on you. Or if they do, they will do it in secret. And kaya walang pera yung silate para mag-host ng maraming araw-araw na may stage, may performances. So, uh, for the slate, usually they have a two to three day, two to three days within the week where they organize, the slate, uh, the, the sorties is, orga- is are organized by the slate itself. And very, very small shy, they start with a vi- visits to public markets in kung saan mang province or saan mang city sila. And then what would follow is a dialogue with either a school that uh, has invited them or a school that na nakausap nila na pwedeng may forum ba or eh, and also a dialogue with sectoral representatives. Usually sa mga nitong dialogue they do their usual campaign speeches. Uh, they talk about what platforms they stand on and then merong Q&A with the audience and they do not moderate the questions which is something that I like. So it's actually very free flowing. So the conversations can go anywhere from lowering the minimum age of criminal responsibility to asking na may sunog po dito nung isang araw, ano po bang magagawa nyo para hindi na po masyadong magkasunog. So it's, it's, it's a chance for them, for the people to actually ask them gut issues. But yun nga, it's very, very small. So at most, the crowd, siguro yung pinakamaraming crowd na napuntahan ko na madami na is in Naga. This is the proclamation rally and we expect got to deliver for Ocho Derecho because it's the bailiwick of the vice president who is endorsing Ocho Derecho. Um, yeah, it's it's very, very small. For the rest of the week, the candidates do their own rounds. Kapag, uh, kapag dun sa mga slate-organized sorties, kapag hindi makapunta yung kandidato, uh, nagpapadala sila ng representatives. For Bama Aquino, it's usually Timmy Aquino, his wife, or his nephew, si Simon. 
uh, Gary Alejano sends either one of the nominees of the Magdalo party na who, are, who is once again seeking a seat in the House of Representatives. Simar Rojas actually only appeared with Ocho Derecho once. It was during the launch of the What? campaign, yes. Um, which is why people always look for him, right? Because he's the most popular one there. Bihira siyang magpadala ng representatives. Nagpadala lang siya twice uh, sa Cebu, actually. Um, yung, uh, yung kanyang cousin, the, sh the famous chef, si Margarita Forrest. And last week, yung kanyang campaign manager, si Edgar Irise. So it's, it's very, very small. Um, other usual campaign activities na Ocho Derecho, every week, Uh, meron silang press con. This is every Wednesday. So, kung walang, wala sila sa probinsya, they hold it somewhere in Metro Manila. And then, yun, for the rest of the week, sarili-sariling lakad sila. Minsan nagkakasabay, minsan solo-solo. So, I, it really makes you realize that these people, they don't have the money to always be together all the time. But I find it interesting, Mara, yung sinabi mo na meron silang question portion mm. for the public. Kasi, compared to H&P, walang ganong interaction. As in, it's really kind of one-sided. They, the candidates and Sarah, they just talk on stage. And then, yung pinaka-interaction siguro is when they throw basketballs and other freebies and souvenirs, t-shirts to the crowd, and then the crowd, they cheer, yeah. and syempre, they're very happy. Pero, wala yung ganong, what are your concerns? What mm. are, walang dialogue. So, mm. uh, I think that's one major difference. Um, and then, you said na si Mar Rojas is not usually there. Um, and I'm thinking parang si Mar would be the crowd drawer kasi siya mm. yung pinakakilala, mm. siya yung nag, nandun sa Magic 12 in surveys. For me, parang he's kind of like the Sarah of Ocho in a way. Oh. Um, but si Sarah, she's always there naman. Like, yeah. Talagang todo support. And united sila as a, as a slate. Like, um, Siyempre, there are times when not all of them can be there. Like Noticeably, si Coho Pimentel isn't on stage when Aimee is. I'm not sure mm. if that's deliberate or this is a coincidence, but ganun, parang despite those little things, or something, si JV and Jengoy, di ba, they have a, may away sila as brothers. Mm -hmm. So, but aside from those, like the slate is pretty unified. They mm -hmm. send substitutes or si Sarah, if, even if wala din yung candidate, she will still introduce them and um, talk about them. So, Uh, yeah, I think those are the two major differences that mm -hmm. I I see in in the two slates. Mm -hmm. Just jumping off from Mar Rojas, I think there's there are two perspectives about it. Tamaka, there are people saying that you know what, if Mar Rojas is there, he was a presidential candidate before. He's the most veteran among them. I mean, di lang siya naging senator dati. He became a congressman, uh, naging cabinet member siya. So his endorsement would might help the candidates, right? But there's also the perspective, and this is something also that. Senatorial candidate Romy Macalental said, dahil si Marrojas ang pinaka-popular, baka naman daw ma-overshadow niya. I mean, that's one of, mm. the there may mga ganong schools of thought, but in the case of Sarah ba na, overshadow niya yun? In a way, yes, kasi ano siya, presidential daughter, mm. but she manages to deflect in a way that attention by talking about the candidates. Candidate. So parang siya yung crowd drawer, pero yung attention na yun, ginagamit din niya to divert it to the candidates. Mm. But later on, I'll talk about how she handles okay. media interviews because there's a dynamic din dun. So since yung other topics were dealt with, na, mm -hmm. we can ask, what uh, yung main message ng Ocho during their sorties? Okay, so Ocho de Retro, when they launched their slate, they have an eight-point platform. So, and also campaign manager Francis Panginan said it's really deliberate that every candidate stands on a particular issue. So for Alejano, it's security and sovereignty over the West Philippine Sea kasi dati siyang, dati siyang 
uh, soldier. For Aquino, it's of course it's free education and providing jobs. And ito yung mga batas naman na popular, naging popular siya, de ba? Dahil pinaglaban niya. Jokno, of course, justice, justice for the poor and and even for the rich, justice for everyone, right? Um, and Samira Gutok, peace and women's rights. Hilby, uh, it talks about his. Um, his journey of growing up as a poor boy in Tondo, tapos naging bar exam, uh, top one, and then solicitor general. So, parang, ang message niya is, hindi, lib- okay, uh, lahat pwedeng mangarap, kahit mahirap. And then, makalental is care for senior citizens and PWDs. So, I've been noticing, mas focus niya senior citizens and increasing their discounts, which the sen- senior citizens love. For Rojas, it's vibrant business um, environments and jobs. Gadelmar ang ekonomista siya. And for Tanyada, it's um, uh, for the farmers and the laborers to provide the better better opportunities for them. Um, mahilig din, so yun yung usual, uh, yun yung main messages nila sa speeches nila. But what I've been noticing is in the past few weeks, ini- sinisingitan din nila yun na kami, hindi kami magnanakaw, hindi kami corrupt, at, hin- at honest kami, hindi kami, we don't lie about it. May time talaga na nung napakainit ng issue when Amy Marcos didn't graduate, uh, when Mar- Amy Marcos didn't graduate pala from Princeton. I think there was one sorority na three candidates from Oso Derecho alluded to her na for example, Erin Tanyada, ang atake niya doon, ako, hindi ako guma, uh, I had to take the bar three times before I passed it, pero hindi ko kinahihiyang sabihin yun. Ewan ko bakit yung iba dyan, hindi maamin. Um, yes, yeah, so they try to be a little bit combative, inserting it every now and then, but to be fair, and it's something that I, pre- I appreciate, they really talk about their platforms in their campaign sorting. So about sa hugpong ng pagbabago? Sa hugpong, the main message is, we are here to support the president, and if you vote for us, we will help continue his platforms, his advocacies. So, kumbaga, they're really banking on Duterte's popularity um, with the crowd to carry along their message to the people. And um, Sinarin, parang they have their own platforms. Like, syempre, some are more policy-oriented than other candidates, pero um, medyo yung, yung criticism na all they do is sing and dance, medyo hindi siya um, fair. fair. Yeah, mm. kasi... Even Bongo, even when he does a skit with Philip Salvador, he still naman talks about his platform. And si Bato also has a platform. So, like, for example, si Sonny Angara, siguro siya pinaka, one of the more policy-oriented candidates. He always talks about how he will legislate laws that will take care of a Filipino from birth to death. Si Pia Cayetano, parang pro-women and family measures. I mean, Marcos, yung main platform niya is repealing or lessening that. Mm. Um, and also making expenses like for commuting and food and for data like internet lower si Cynthia Villar is all about agriculture and food security Jiggy Manikad also about food security Bong Revidia yung sinasabi lang niya he will help the president um, and that he has been persecuted by the previous administration but now he's back in action si Jingoy um, ano siya para sa masa he wants to help um, the the average Filipino get by um, then si Bongo he'll always mention yung Malasakit Center and then how he's um, an anti-crime, anti-corruption candidate. Uh, and always, yung sinasabi niya, he will be the bridge to Duterte. So, that's expected. Doma Gunadatu, who is a congressman from Maguindanao, always talks about peace and how he wants to bridge the gap between Muslims and Christians. Si Francis Tolentino is all about disaster management laws and protecting the environment. Coco Pimentel wants to legislate Magna Carta for Barangay officials. And Shemper, he always says, we will pass uh, the president's priority measures. Mm. Si Bato, 
consistently anti uh, pro death penalty for drug traffickers and anti crime. And then si JV naman always talks about the universal healthcare law and how he was instrumental in in crafting it. So yun yun yung major talking points ng mga candidates. Uh, where have they gone? Like yung ocho derecho, some parts of the Philippines na nakapag-tour. I think since the campaign start, campaign period started, they have been to Luzon, Visayas, Mindanao. Syempre hindi natin pupuntahan lahat, uh, but in Luzon, of course, they've been to key cities in Metro Manila, Pampanga, Cavite, mga top rich, uh, mga vote rich provinces. Uh, they haven't been to Ilocos. Ooh, <laughs> not yet, not yet. Um, but si Hilbay pumunta. I mean, the whole sl- the, the slate itself, right? Uh, in Visayas, they went to Cebu twice already. That's like a month apart. Um, they have gone to Iloilo. Mindanao, they went to Digos, uh, General Santos. I'm not so sure if they would push for uh, sortie in Davao. The, the, ah. the, the, uh, Siyempre, I mean, they have to consider. Baka ayaw talaga sa kanila ng tao dun. But um, it would be interesting if they do. Um, yon, I think they've 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 been targeting vote-rich areas. Mm. That's that's one that's one common thing that I noticed. So, parang they don't go to it systematically na parang one sweep na from one region to another. It, they hop from Visayas to Mindanao to that, Luzon. That, that, that is my impression. Um, because for example, next week yung nakalatag nila is Pampanga and Nueva Ecija, and then the next day is Bohol. Mm. So it's not. Hindi siya katulad talaga ng traditional campaign. Okay, ito yung areas na targetin natin muna. Ito yun. Kasi sa Asian P naman, like, traditional, they started with Luzon. So, muna, um, Calabarzon, like, they hit Bataan, they hit Pampanga was their launch, di ba? Yung campaign launch nila. After that, they hit NCR, so Metro Manila, the capital. The systematic, they went to, after that, um, Visayas. So, that was the one last week and this week. Next week naman, they're going to Mindanao. So, it's geographic. Yeah. Talaga. So, which is kind of strategic because they will end in Davao. Mm. So, parang their last, the last stretch will be them in the Duterte bailiwick of Davao. So, okay. Um, We go now to the local politicians mm-hmm. who support the candidates. Uh, so, yes. for Ocho, sino yung mga local politicians who have raised hands and hosted them? I do not cover all of the Ocho Derecho sorties, but I think and I feel like there have only been two mayors who have publicly supported them. Na tipong nag-share ng stage with them, tinaas yung kamay nila. And this is uh, Mayor John Bongat of Naga. Again, this is the bailiwick of the vice president. And Mayor Jaime Fresnelli of Muntinlupa, who is a liberal party member also. Apart from that, wala nang masyadong local politicians who really show up and endorse them on stage. There are several instances where na magko-courtesy call sila sa mayor, sa governor, or minsan sa barangay official, pero hindi na siya pinapakover sa media. Sometimes, of course, I just know about it, right? And I, that, that's part of the challenge. But I can imagine sa administration slate, sa hugpong, ev- uh, maraming nag- yeah, nag-endorse. Most of the sorties, talagang yun ang host mm-hmm. either local politician or someone who is running for a local politician place and who's already influential mm. in some way. So, for example, sa Bataan, they have the support of Abed Garcia and oh, then they yeah. have, syempre sa Manila and San Juan, the Estrada Ejercito family. Then, going to QC, 
they have the Belmontes on their side, Pampanga, which is a vote-rich province. Si Lilia Pineda hosted them for their campaign rally. Of course, House Speaker Arroyo is also fully behind yes, HNP. Yeah. And then in Cebu, naman, they have the former governor and uh, dismissed Congresswoman Gwen Garcia. So, um, talagang all out sila, like, it also explains the resources that go into the H&B rally. So, saan talagang packed yung mga stadium, tapos punong-puno ng mga posters, tapos um, talagang, sometimes the the venues are really, even the provincial capital, like, within government premises. Mm. Um, and then, yung, yung program is very, is very maayos, merong, merong entertainment talaga, and then, very mobilized. Like, sometimes when you're entering the venue early morning, there's just a sea of people already, already like lining up, very systematic. Like the police are there, making sure that it's orderly. Tapos, um, asen talagang dudumugin siya ng mga tao. And sometimes it causes traffic jams and napaparalyze nga yung ibang parts ng city just because sobrang daming tao like flocking to the stadium to watch H and P. So again, that's another major difference. Yeah. Well, for Ocho de Recho, kasi because they don't have a lot of local politicians endorsing them, either they have um, in Bacolod, yung dating governor, si uh, Cosco Luela, na tumulong din sa Roro before, I mean, Robredo Rojas tante in the 2016 elections. Uh, one one thing unique that I noticed with Ocho Derecho is that it's a vo- volunteer-driven campaign. I mean, what else do you do, diba? For, uh, you don't have money, so you tap into the people who are very, very passionate about helping them out. Um, so, the yung mga sorties na in-explain ko kanina, yung mga dialogue with residents, yung volunteers na, yung nag-organize mostly. I mean, they do have an organization in the national uh, campaign headquarters coordinating with the people on the ground. They're saying the advantage is that these are people who really want to help the slate from the get-go. And so, you don't have to force them. They know there's no money. They're, they know that at most, bababa, bibigyan lang sila ng merienda or a t-shirt, diba, or a ball pen, ganyan. Uh, these volunteers na recruit yan kasi nagkaroon ng effort ang Liberal Party to start what they call a project makinig. It's a listening and persuasion campaign they started, uh, I think, mga late last year, around November, where they literally knock on the doors of people and uh, ask them about um, how are your... Kung kamusta yung, is, uh, these are very cal- calculated questions, but essentially, it aims to know kamusta yung buhay mo, kamusta yung trabaho mo, enough ba yung kinikita mo, ano yung suggest mo na gagawin ng gobyerno and what else do you th- and how do you think the government should do that? Um, tapos, nung nag-start na yung campaign period, um, na-modify yung questions to na para tanongin din, do you know Romy Macalental? Do you know Samira Gutok? Uh, tapos, ipapasok pa rin yung mga questions na ganun. And this is also one thing pala na ginagawa din ng Ocho Diretso during their their um, campaign rounds. They do, they they dedicate in some areas they dedicate time na nag door to door sila um yun um in terms of crowd reception uh i did cover din kasi a presidential campaign in 2016 si former vice president Vinay and talagang dinudumog siya like what you said uh walang ganun sa 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 Ocho Derecho kasi nga marami sa kanila na hindi kilala um but Pag meron silang witty na sinasabi, mga witty one-liners ni Shell Jokno halimbawa or ni Robin Macalental, yun, natatawa naman, natata- natatawa naman sila. Siguro jumping off from that, ano yung, what are the interesting things that hugpong candidates do to entertain the crowd or to make themselves stand stand out, especially if they're teen sila? Uh, palaging may some sort of 
gimmick na entertainment driven like hindi they have they mentioned their platforms most of them they just stop at talking about their platform maybe making a joke about um you know their life or their or whatever interesting issue is going on pero yung mga talagang may may gimmick like entertainment is si Bato he always sings you are the reason by Callum Scott oh, and wow. talagang hit na hit siya sa mga tao And then there's Bongo and Philip Salvador with their skit. At first, it was the controversial Chris Aquino script mm-hmm. that got drew a lot of flack. So now, panang it's more of they they just sing like they have a song. Then recently, uh, so si Robin Padilla. So one thing you can always expect Bongo to do is to bring a, an actor like a celebrity. So sometimes nga yung cheers para kay Philip and Robin Padilla are louder than the cheers for Bongo, for Bongo. but. Since they're there to support him, I guess the support also goes to him. Um, tapos si Bong Revidia and yung wife niya, si, um, they will do a little duet or sometimes shalang or he'll refer to his movies before. So yun yung mga gimmicks nila. And then, sino pa ba? Um, si Jiggy Maniket will say, oh, he's going to sing, but yung pala paasa lang, yung pala, he's, he's just saying, kakanta ako kung iboto niyo ako. Yung mga ganyong kinds of mes- messaging. Yan, y- yun lang so far. Pero parang Ocho, walang, walang dance numbers. Wala, kasi walang budget pang hire ng kakanta at sasayaw. What they do is, for uh, for example, si Samira, pag, diba, every time na mag, bago magsasalita yung kandidato for their campaign speech, ipiplay yung kanilang campaign jingle. So what Samira does is, everybody wave your hand, tapos kasabay nung kanta niya. Gumagawa, sumusunod naman yung crowd. Romy Makalintal, minsan nagbo-ballroom siya ng onte, kukuha siya ng audience members sa Eh kasi hindi, wala nga silang traditional stage, so napakadaling manghatak. Tapos sayaw lang sila ng sandali ng ballroom. And then he ends his speech with, uh, you know that song na parang tatanda at lilipas din yes, ako. Gumara. He modified that song na parang, pero may mga, para to, to mo, he modified that song para yung lyrics ay parang tatanda at lilipas din ako pero may mga batas akong gagawin para sa'yo sa Senado. And what he does is he'll get another audience member tapos he will whisper the lyrics <laughs> to that person tapos yung person kahanta. Si Attorney Shell Jokno okay. naman, he performed very, very well sa mga debates. So, so, so he would start his speech. So, oy, naalala, napanood niyo po ba yung debate? Tapos, i-recall niya yung sagot niya kung kanino may bibigay yung life vest kay Aquino ba or... Ay, ne, kay Arroyo ba or kay Duterte? Mm-hmm. Tapos sabi niya, ay, actually, mali yung sagot ko doon. Dapat sa inyo ko ibibigay yung uh-huh. life test. Mga ganun. Or may time na ni-recall naman niya yung nag-face off sila ni Amy Marcos. And people love it kasi syempre, you know, um, Amy Marcos is the son of the dictator. The whom, daughter. Ay, the daughter of the, the daughter of the dictator whom Chell's father 
fought during the martial law years. Yung staff naman ni Bamakino, para meron siya lang choreography nung campaign jungle niya. But the candidates themselves, uh, siguro at most kakanta ng mga one-two lines. Kinawan, at the end of the speech, ginawa ni Samira, ginawa nga ni Romy Mac, and ni Gary Alejano also mm. before. Actually, si Sarah nga mismo, one time, nahirap siya kay Andrew E. So, talaga? Yeah, so, whoa, like, didn't expect her to do that. <laughs> she did it once. That ends part one of this episode. In part two, we talk about the most charismatic candidates, the challenge for Mar Rojas, and pre-election surveys. <laughs>